Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, today's show is again me because Jeff is still recovering from his little surgery. Um, He is doing great, super awesome, but he's not supposed to move his mouth. So I have enlisted another surprise co-host, and you are going to be so excited to know that co-hosting with me today is Landon Hutchinson from Living with Landon, and we are going to do this thing like, you know, we normally would. So Landon, here we go. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for sunshine. Hello, everybody. My name's Landon Hutchinson, and I am grateful for girlfriends to get us through. Yes. Yes. I had a really good girlfriend vent session right before we jumped on here and man, it felt good. Yeah. Listen, you put two girls on a power walk and you can solve the world's problems. And that is true. It, you really need your tribe. You need, you need someone that you can cry with, laugh with. So that's what I'm grateful for right now, especially kind of in this season. Yeah. Well, so Landon, for those of you that don't know, she has this incredible website. It's called Living with Landon. I'm not even going to call it a blog because I feel like that doesn't really do it justice as to how incredible it is. And it truly, I think of her as a modern day Martha, um, but a little less everything's perfect all the time, like a little more real. And she is everybody's best friend, the friend you didn't know you needed and you've always wanted. And um, let me just say something because they might be saying like, oh, yeah, no perfect, like no bra, zit, (laughs) late picking up my kids and probably burn my dinner. So if you're here for that, then I'm your girl. Otherwise, yeah. You know, perfection is not pretty. <laughs> perfection is boring. Yeah, it is honestly. flat out boring. And Landon has a beautiful website. She has an incredible store where she sells um, clothes and home stuff that everything is absolutely beautiful. But everything she does is in an atta- atta- attainable way. So it's like, you know, like nobody has five hours to cook dinner. No. It's just not going to happen. No, and that's and what I love, love about Landon. Goods and, you know, the thrill of the hunt and just, you know changing, you know, your jeans in the car on the way to the mom's night and wrapping up uh, flowers from Publix in a brown paper bag. But she does it in a way that you can make it pretty too. And she's like teaching all of us. She's like, okay, so these are Publix flowers. It's happening like this. I don't have any cool paper, but I do have wrapping paper from last year. So we're going to do it and we're going to figure it out. And that's what's going to happen today. And the thing I love, I met Landon through Instagram. And when I met you, you had like probably 20 something thousand followers. Like it was on the newish. I know you had a blog for like a year, but it was on the newish end for you. And we wound up connecting through Instagram because I just loved following her so much. And 
we went and had a drink and I am here to tell you that this chick is exactly who she is on Instagram, off Instagram. There is no, I think people think that if you're on Instagram, you're playing a part and a role. And I'm not even kidding you. She was teaching this guy how to take photos for Instagram, like in the middle of a hotel. Cause we had to get the perfect land and shimmy. I totally remember this. <laughs> We ate at Umi and we had, you introduced me to that amazing avocado with whatever that dressing is I can drink in the middle. Yeah, it's so good. So we had sushi and we just talked. And one of the things that I admire so much about you is that you are you. And when we were talking, I was just kind of starting my blog, Instagram, whatever journey. And you said to me that, cause I was worried about gaining followers and doing things like everybody else. And you're like, look, I don't know what I'm doing, but I can tell you I'm not going to do it like everybody else because that's not who I am. And that for me was so cool because I have hung out with blogger after blogger after influencer after person that owns their own business. And a lot of people say, oh, well, here's the formula. Well, here's what you have to do. And you literally said, you're like, I don't know what the right answer is, but here's what I have to offer. And people tell you, here's the way you're successful. I don't want to do it that way. So I'm not going to. And let me tell you, fast forward four years, I still don't know what I'm doing. That's what I I said to you before we hopped on. It's just, you know, it's growing pains and figuring it out. And, and what I've learned is that no one knows what they're doing. No one. That is so, so just true. put all your fears aside and just sit back, buckle your seatbelt, because just go with it. Follow your heart and just lead, you know, with kindness. And you will. Life is a boomerang. It's what you put out. You're going to get back. And so if you're authentic, you're going to get authentic people within your community. And I think you and Jeff have done an incredible job that way. And it's been a real joy. I mean, you're saying beautiful things, sweet things about me. But honestly, it's just just as much fun for me to watch you and obviously be a mama. And so I've, I've enjoyed the growth within you as well. It's cool. I, I heard this really cool analogy recently that reminded me so much of your journey because Landon was a nurse and she's a mom of two kids that are now high schoolers. Um, and she started this thing kind of just like, oh, OK, I'm going to start a website and a blog and kind of see how it goes. And when I was talking to you, what I thought of is this elevator analogy. And it's that sometimes when you want something better for your life, you get on an elevator and your first thought when you're going up, when you're by yourself is, oh my God, what did I do? What if I, the doors open and no one shows up for me? What if the doors open and there's nobody there and there's no one cheering me on and it's an empty room and the elevator opens in an empty room. And I feel like over years, you've been, you've taken that elevator ride to something higher for you and you opened it. And because you were yourself and stuck to what's, what's true for you, when that elevator door opened, you had a sea of people cheering for you and like showing up with balloons and, and clapping for you. And it's just the most beautiful thing ever. I thank you. You know, I think it would be, and it is more exhausting to pretend to be something that you're not and just to be okay and feel settled in the person that you are and confident and just, this is who I am. And hoping that the people that you surround yourself have accepted you. Those are your real friends, right? So it's just like talking about, you know, being grateful for the women in my life. Those are the women 
that, you know, weeks can go by and we can pick up our conversation. They're cheering me on They're You know, they're wiping the tears, all of that. So I appreciate you saying that, but I think it's, it's, it's worked because I've just been who I am and it, and that platform has allowed me just to say, here I am, you know, take it or leave it. Um, but I think it's, it's very relatable, you know, getting back to what we mm-hmm. said a few minutes ago, it's just like, you are who you are. And I think for you to be okay with who you are, lets other people accept you, you know, yes. it, it's, it's very, very true. Yeah. I think, um, and it's a hard thing I think to, because I think a lot of people, and I know this was true for me years ago, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you're trying to figure out who you are, often you kind of are like looking out at a sea of people and being like, okay, who do I want to be like? Well, that person has a pretty good life and they seem pretty successful. What are they doing? Like I should do that. And I feel like what I've learned, especially over the past two years is, you know, I can be somebody else till I'm blue in the face. But at the end of the day, it's never going to work because I'm going to be exhausted from pretending to be someone I'm not. 100%. 100%. And you've yeah. got to look yourself in the mirror and you, and they could be little things. You know, I was saying today, back in the day before, you know, nursing or, and I never aspired to do whatever this is that I'm doing, but it was more about, you know, like who, who am I? Like, I have to look back and be like, okay, with the path in which I'm going to go down. And that's really what drives me, but it's really not into your, oh gosh, I mean, everyone's like, your forties, your forties, you got to figure it out. I'm going to be 44. And it wasn't really till this year that I was like, okay, I mean, take some time, you know, and obviously motherhood and, and living some life gives you some experiences, um, for sure. But um, I think just what are the things that bring you joy? What's your passion? You know, and, and, and I just wanted to be a mom. And, you know, women have, a, women have a tendency to make ourselves smaller. You know, like that wasn't going to be good enough. For who? For people judging me from the outside, for my parents. Did they want me to be X, Y, and Z? No, I always felt love and support. And, you know, those people around me always have helped me stay grounded and and true to who I am. And, and I'm proud of what I've done. And I'm actually very, very proud that I'm a, I'm a good mom. And that's hard to say. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to say, but it's awesome. People give you a compliment and you're like, well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm trying, you know, that kind of thing. No, no, no. You are a good mom. You are a good mom, Kelly. You know what I mean? And that, that's taken a long time. My kids are 16 and 14 and that's taken me almost their whole life to accept the fact that I'm doing my absolute best. Am I perfect mom? No, but I'm the best mom I can be. But there's no perfect. No, there isn't. There There is no, (laughs) there's no no perfect (laughs) ever. I mean, in anything, there's no perfection. The people who I feel like, and I'm not saying it's not good to strive for something or to always be, be growing, but we mentioned this on the show a couple of weeks ago, when you get there, then what, if things are perfect, then what, that's the happiest you'll ever be. There's no room for like something else incredible to happen or something else like that is so dull. You know what I mean? Like the climb and the, you know, the climb to better all the time and happier and more fulfilled is that's part of what makes the journey interesting, you know, like perfection is this like, yeah. And that saying like less is oftentimes more, 
you know, my therapist says to me, can you try doing things halfway? You know, I have one speed, right? hundred miles an hour. And my mom will even say like, are you ever satisfied? Are you ever happy? But I'm just a go-getter. I've, I've just got one speed and, and that's my energy. That's just been me since I was a little girl. And I think from afar, people can be like, wow, like you are just like, how do you do it all? Well, A, I don't do it all. And B, I just really enjoy it. If like mulching my front yard sounds over the top for someone else, that's me putting my hands in the ground. That's when I feel most at peace. Yes. You know, so I, that's, that's where I feel like the closest to my authentic. I had my therapist say it too, year, two years ago. She was like, do you think that you're maybe you're taking on too much? Maybe we could, you know, dial things back a little bit. And it's funny because I, I recently started working with a life coach. And one of the first things I said to her is, look, I'm not someone where the advice dial it back is going to change my life because it's just not going to happen right now. And it's not where, you know, we are right now. And she's like, okay, so we're going to start in a different place. I'm not going to tell you how to dial it back. I'm like, yes. Okay, good. Perfect. Every Friday we do a one to 10 check-in. And the reason we do that and we started that is because Jeff and I have a friend, a married couple who checks in once a week and they have to give it a number. Like, actually, how are you? Not I'm fine, not whatever. So you have to say, you know, pick a number. So I know kind of like where you're at and we do it every week. So this week I would say I am like, I think I'm a 10 and I'm not taking an average of the week. I'm saying right now, and I have not been a 10. Let me tell you, three weeks ago, I was a four. My mental health, worst, below the worst. This week has been good. Jeff has been in a ton of pain, but I am not taking an average. I am saying how I feel now. He is doing so great. We are not in pain anymore. We're going to the beach next week. So today I am savoring that 10. I can't remember the last time I said that. What about you? That's good. That's real good. Um, I'm a 10 sitting right here in this moment, but if I'm being completely honest, I'm probably more, I'm like an eight, mm-hmm. um, but I'm leaning a little hot. I'm a, uh, Look, you don't have to, you don't have to feel, that's the thing about the check-in. You don't have to feel guilty about being, I mean, literally two weeks ago, I was a four and I was like, I just can't fake it right now. I am just not okay right now. No, I'm fine. I guess I'm saying eight and like kind of leaning towards like, it's good. It's like a good eight because I feel very hopeful and encouraged. This was a harder beginning of the week, but today I got some clarity and I'm like, okay, you know, I feel yes. like, okay, that's going to be great when we implement or when I personally start to do this or I get out of my own way. And so it just kind of all came together today. So I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm going to be 10 tomorrow. I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm so fan. into it. <laughs> um, okay. So switching gears, I had, but still in the vein of motherhood. So Ellie had her first babysitter yesterday. This sweet, precious college girl. How are you doing? And <laughs> you what? I said, how are you doing? First babysitter. That's ah. I am really good. And I think it was because it was someone we trust. Like it was this college kid that just thinks Ellie is like so cute. And we know her family and they're great. And, you know, pretty much to me, I am shocked that I'm not more uptight about Ellie. But I think I don't know what I'm doing. So the goal for in this house is to keep her, you know, alive and not and safe. So I said to the babysitter, I'm like, if you just, you know, if she is, you know, breathing when we get back, successful day. 
that's awesome. And then do your thing and whatever. Um, but I was thinking about when I was a kid and I had this woman, I will never forget it. I was four and she was driving us to like, I don't even know where. And she points to this, we're at a stoplight and she points to this house and she goes, somebody died in there. Somebody, somebody died in that house. And I was like, oh my gosh. And like my whole life, I will never forget everything about that moment. And so when I was talking to this girl about babysitting, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope that I'm not putting Ellie with the woman that's like, hey kids. Is it that there? there too at age five where you development, like your memory, that's where the core of your being, I mean, nobody quote me on this, but I feel like I've read some psychology things and my daughter's like really into that right now. That's what she wants to go do as a career, but uh, we were just talking about like five is like a core developmental age. And let me tell you something. I wish that I knew that before I gave birth because I would have just been like, I would have had my parent a game on at around age five. Like I have no idea what I was doing with my kids, probably just trying to stay alive and keep them alive at that point, surviving that I'm like, oh, what mistakes did I make at that age period? I don't know. Whatever. But look, you still remember that. I still remember. This crazy lady. Did you ever have any crazy childcare when your kids uh, were? I had a fantastic woman. She was older and she was like homemade Play-Doh and all these things. And she would like reorganize my spice cabinet. And I would tell my girlfriends and they're like, oh, that's weird. That's totally creepy. I'm like, oh no, that's actually awesome. Like the fact that like, I'm so all over the place and I'm like, the spice drawer organized was like a blessing in disguise. And the fact that like, she's making Play-Doh and they're outside. I mean, I like it. Now later, my kids now are like, "Ah, we didn't really love her. I'm like, really? Because I loved her. I just thought like, oh, she's not plopping you in front of a TV and you know, great, you know, but um, she was a blessing to me. And I had, I had the, you know, luxury, if you will, of getting a couple hours to myself a couple days a week. Cause I was a stay at home mom, yes. but quite honestly, I just wanted to go to the grocery store by myself or eat like a Subway sandwich in my car alone. Yeah. That's all I really wanted. So I would pay her, you know, at 15, whatever dollars an hour so I could eat Subway <laughs> in the car by yourself. Alone. You know, it's funny. We have been, Jeff has been working from home, which is awesome because it's, that is such a luxury and my parents live pretty close. So we haven't really had a situation. I've been very spoiled for six and a half months that I have not had to panic mom yet. Right. So I'm like, okay, it's kind of getting the hang. I'm like, I'm kind of getting the hang of this. I'm, you know, back at work. So I'm like getting in the flow and Jeff's fine. Jeff had to have like a little procedure done, totally threw things off. My parents went out of town and there was a point two days ago where I looked at Ellie and I'm like, did I feed her? Was that an hour ago? Or was that like five? Like, she's not upset. So like, I think I fed her, you know, but I, I can feed her or she's going to be real hungry soon. Or, so don't worry. <laughs> right. So that was the lie. first good. mom time that I was like. I am in such a tailspin right now. Like, I can't remember. I definitely haven't eaten. I think I ate at like 5 p.m. But did I feed the kid? I don't know. I'm, it was one of those things. I was like, now I feel like I'm a mom. You're going to continue to ask yourself those sorts of things. Or like, oh gosh, did I sign them up for X, Y, and Z at school? They'll be the only kid that isn't on the field trip because you missed an email. That that would have been me. You know what I mean? So don't listen. You It won't be the first. You're not going to be the first mom to forget anything. <laughs> 
at all. Summer is coming and it's just around the corner. And actually, at this time, for some of you, it might be here already, which means it is time to find activities for your kids. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. KiwiCo really is great for kids of all ages. Ellie is only six months old and we got her panda crate when she was only a month old. It was full of things I never would have come up with on my own. And it's so fun to watch her develop her first skills with KiwiCo. Let KiwiCo do the legwork for you this summer. Let them provide the hard work for the projects while you enjoy the quality time you'll have working on those projects together. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid every month. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code UPSIDE. I wish I was creative and talented enough to have my own Etsy shop where I made thousands of dollars every month selling something like bookmarks. I just don't have that set of abilities but I really admire people who do. If you're one of those people, kudos to you. What I do know is if I am hit with inspiration and suddenly think of some brilliant idea, then I am ready to go with the shipping portion of that. I'm gonna use ShipStation. ShipStation allows you to import orders from any sales channel. So it could be my future Etsy account, it could be Amazon, it could be eBay, whatever, your own website. And it allows you to ship with any carrier using deeply discounted rates. So I'm going to save time. It's going to be that efficient, right? I'm going to save time. I'm going to save money because I'm going to be using rates that are normally reserved for Fortune 500 companies. And I'm going to be able to reinvest that time and money into my business, growing it even bigger. ShipStation is a no brainer even if you don't have a business and you're just fantasizing about it. Ship more in less time. Just use our code UPSIDE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Go to ShipStation.com and click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in UPSIDE. That's ShipStation.com and enter offer code UPSIDE. Make ship Happen. I have a newfound appreciation for all of the things that we have learned to do online the past year. I love doing anything and everything I can online. And I realized that I have spent so much time in my car and that is precious time to me. And when I'm driving to therapy, I'm even getting nervous in the car. There's just so much anxiety associated with that for me. And doing things online makes life easier. That includes therapy, okay? Leave the days of sitting in traffic and awkward waiting room interactions behind with BetterHelp. After answering a few questions about yourself, BetterHelp will hook you up with a licensed professional counselor that you can meet with virtually in the comfort of your own home. It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling and they have financial aid available. I want you to start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day, success isn't overnight. It's when every day you get a little bit better than the day before. It adds up. 
Today's three random things is brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. All right, Landon, three random things. Here we go. It may seem, number one, it may seem like they are taking forever, but women are spending less time in front of the mirror getting ready in the morning. In 1992, the average woman spent 45 minutes on her beauty routine. And in 2021, the number has dropped down to 20 minutes or less. Wow. I'm more in the, um, I'm probably in the nine to 11 minute mark. What is, is that like an like a generational thing or like a, cause I feel, I remember going to my dad's office when I was a kid and at the time they were called secretaries, you know, and all, all of the secretaries would get ready in this one bathroom. And I'm not even kidding you. It was like at work in the bathroom, makeup, blow dryers, hair, like all, all of the things. Like and now I'm like stage moms, like dance moms. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm like, how Listen, it was, remember, well, I know you're a Delta family. So remember when like it was the lipstick, the skirt had to be the nail pot. Like there was a, there was a look. Awful thing. Pan Am, like here we come. I, I think, but isn't two in that same, now I feel like that, that makeup, the makeup that looks like that you look like you don't have makeup on. That's like a thing. I'm like, yeah. it's just not put on makeup. I love that it's a thing. No, I love it. It's too. awesome. And with like masks the past year, it's been double awesome because I've been going into um, our work building still and I get to wear a mask. So the makeup is like even less than it was before. It's amazing. They're like talking sure about that your lunch wasn't in your teeth or you had lipstick on. I wonder what lipstick no. sales have done. I, I think it's probably a little unfortunate for <laughs> those companies. Um, yeah. Anyways. Okay. My second random thing is in the U S female entrepreneurs rank their own happiness at nearly three times that of women who are not entrepreneurs or business owners, which I find shocking. That cannot be true. Yeah. Wait, say that again. <laughs> female in the U S Female entrepreneurs rank their own happiness at three times that of women who are not business owners. So if you own your own business, there's no way. That's I'm exactly what I'm saying. Every day, there's no way. <laughs> there's no. No, no it's hard. no. There's no way. No, no. It's gonna be a misprint. And my third random thing is the best day to take off a mental for a mental health day is either Monday or Friday. Therapists say putting it in the middle. Actually, you don't get a break because you're thinking about the next thing the next day at work and your mind's already preparing you. So it seems obvious, but take a Monday, take a Friday and don't plan your appointments for that day. Take a self-care day. So whatever that means for you, whether that's like, you know, a Netflix day, if that's, you know, a massage, if that's a walk around the park. You take a break on your mental health day, and that is the best way to take a mental health day. Yeah, I'm thinking Monday because you could, like, psych yourself into the Sunday scaries, right? It's mm -hmm. almost like in high school, I used to set my alarm on a day I knew I had off. So it would go off. I'd almost, like, get up, like, you know, and then just, you know, when you want to sit down in your bed for just another minute and then literally go back to sleep. But my mom was like, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard of. I'm like, no, it actually felt like I'm getting away with something. So for me, yes. it would be Monday. Can you believe I did that? Genius. I used to do that. Genius. And those are my three random things. That was real random. Landon, thank you for filling in as co-host and coming and being the best Jeff Dollar ever today. <laughs> 
Where can, if people want to find you, I will tell you, Landon has a beautiful website and, and all of these beautiful things. And I will link them all in show notes. My personal favorite is following her on Instagram because it, it just makes me feel like I got a buddy getting me through the day. And you can find her there at living with Landon or at livingwithlandon.com. Um, yeah. Check out all of her things. Everything is on your website, right? So if you want to like Landon Central is the website and then you can find her everywhere from there. Yeah, I'd say so. I guess it's a, it's a little under eye concealer, old navy tank top, a great roasted chicken. And I'll, actually right now what's what's everyone is loving is I'm hatching my own baby chicks. <laughs> I love it because she's like she's like a midwife but for I, I, I did something called egg candling where you're you know looking into the egg to see if it's a viable and the blood vessels and literally saw baby eyes and a little chick moving inside and I have been more I haven't been more moved until since I've seen my own daughter's ultrasound like I I, <laughs> I am so vested and they should hatch here over Memorial Day, Day weekend which is going to be incredible but Yes, I am. Uh, I have chickens. I'm the crazy chicken lady. I, I maybe don't look the part necessarily, but I nothing has fulfilled me more. It was a quarantine project to get this coop and chickens. And I have just been reading and learning and they have given me so much joy and they are my therapy. I let them you go can out tell. just kind of free range. It's just so fun. So, yeah. So chicken content, uh, obviously the store. The podcast. I don't know. I've got my hands in way too many Oh, I things. forgot the podcast. Yes, she's an incredible podcast. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's only just... real conver conversations. No celebrities, just, you know, me and my daughter, me and my dermatologist, me and my gynecologist. Like, it's just stuff like that, you know, real conversations. <laughs> you so. you got to have it. You got to have it. Anyway, but um, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I, I love meeting all your friends. And um, I'm a, I'm a, I just love following along. And congrats to you and Jeff. It's really great. Thank you so much for being a part of this show today. Jeff will be back on Monday, we think. But we always want to send you on your way on a high note on a Friday with a beautiful human alert. And that is something that we do every week to tell you about something good and just get down to the basic human kindness. And today, the beautiful human alert. Guess who found it? That's me, T-Bird. T-Bird is here. And what more of a fitting way to end a Friday than with T-Bird talking about a beautiful human. What you got, girl? Okay. Oh, my gosh, y'all. So I found this story about this little boy, this little five-year-old boy and his mom. Um, they're from England, and they were taking a walk around um, the seaside. And they go one direction, but then they have to turn and go back. And the little boy has autism and with his form of autism, he doesn't like the turning around and going back. So he had a complete, absolute melt meltdown. He laid on the ground. He was freaking out. He was screaming. He was like just going crazy. And, you know, people were stopping and looking and you know, this poor mom's like, what do I do? What do I do? Well, I'm this, sure it's a mom that is like so hard. It's like, wh what do you do? You know, and it doesn't help, honestly, when people are just standing there staring. Like, right. Um, but there was this one guy, his name is Ian, who saw what was going on and he came over and he laid down on the oh. ground next to this little boy. His name was Rue. Um, Ian laid down next to Rue and just had started having conversations with him. Oh. And um, and before too long, the little boy just completely calmed down and got up. And then Ian walked 
mom and Rue all the way back the other way. And like, this is just a complete stranger, didn't know who they were, anything. And he's just like, I am going to connect with this little boy. That reminds me of something that you would do. I love that. It is so cool. Like you never, you truly never know what someone's going through or what their story is. And I feel like a lot of us, I know I am passing might be like, oh my gosh, like this kid is, you know, having a meltdown, but to really stop and say, you know what? Mm -hmm. I think I can do something to help Mm -hmm. not only this kid, but for this mom and just say, you know what? Like we're all in this together. And that is just. And to lay down like on the ground and just say, you know what? I, it doesn't matter. I am going to connect with this child. This is a human being. And um, it was, it's just such a beautiful story. And yes, I would absolutely do that. I would absolutely (laughs) do that. I love that. I know. So we will end today and say, Ian from England, you are a beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800-434-5454. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. I was asked over and over and over again, if I was gonna record Jeff coming out of anesthesia and you asked me too. I need this to be our show close. <laughs> like, well, it's a little bit long for show close, but it is really funny. And I didn't know what to expect because Jeff has never been under before. So I was like, okay, what are we gonna get? Like, is he gonna, you know, be crying that he didn't, you know, um, that he's like, not gonna get to see Justin Bieber. Like, you know how people do different <laughs> stuff. Anyway, so here is Jeff coming out of anesthesia um, yesterday. Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. I'm really rehearsing what happened at the time. Well, you were, you just took like a power nap. And nobody like said, okay, you're gonna sleep now. Like all of a sudden I was there. Yeah. And the doctor came in and Tamika was there. And then Tamika was like, you better wake up, you're done. Do you have that old blender? Yeah. With maybe steamed milkshakes? Yeah. Can we make homemade milkshakes? Yeah, we can make you that. (laughs) There's more of it, and I think that's the... All right, here we go. Next one. Why are you so mad about the bird? I'm mad about the bird. The bird that pooped on the car? Well, I just, I'm not really feeling great, and there's a bird right in front of where I was sitting. <laughs> I was looking around, and I was pretty, and then there's a bird And then it's embarrassing because whoever that woman was who helped me down in the car, she helped me sit in the car, you know? Yeah. So she probably saw it. <laughs> I think she probably didn't notice. It's just embarrassing what she did. (laughs) We were 
very concerned about the bird poop on the windshield. And he kept saying, he's like, that's so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. And so if, if Tamika saw it. He if Tamika like, yeah, saw it, then yeah. Tamika was going to be like, you guys are gross humans. I, I, I was like, surely, Jeff, that she did not see the bird poop. But I'm sorry that it is, um, you know, it is in the middle of your field of vision. So <laughs> there you go. And Jeff will be back on Monday. But there is that weekend gift. Love it. Hey, friends. It's Lucia. Long time. No speak. I hope you guys are doing well. Callie, Chrissy. Today's episode, wow. I did a digital detox back in February and I like didn't announce it. I was off of social for like six weeks. It was like liberating. Once I got back on, I was like, man, I realized I hadn't really missed anything except for the same old kind of BS. So yeah, I'm probably gonna do it again here soon. I found myself more like engaged doing the things that I love to do, like taking time for myself and focusing more on my daughter and my relationship with her and my husband. And it was just, it was really liberating and really eye-opening. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Um, I love you guys. Jeff, I hope you feel better. I've taken forever to catch up and man, I've got so many comments. I think I just need to message you guys on Instagram, but been missing you. Love you guys. Take it easy. Bye. Socks were just socks. They were just the things that went on your feet before your shoes did. And then I discovered Bombas Socks. What Bombas has done is they have taken socks and broke it down to a science. They've taken everything that could possibly make a sock uncomfortable and they fixed it. And they've technically created the perfect foot covering. Well, now they're doing it for sport. Bombas performance socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. So you don't have an uncomfortable sock distracting you from your tennis match, from your golf game, from your run, from whatever it is that you're doing. They've got different styles for every sport with specific design features so you can optimize performance, keep you comfortable no matter what you're doing. They've taken all the amazing innovations that make Bombas the most comfortable socks you've ever worn, and they've added their special Hex Tech performance technology. And of course, because it's Bombas, every pair that you buy, they donate to someone in need. So far, they've donated over 45 million pairs of socks. Go to bombas.com slash upside today and get 20% off your first order. That's Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas dot com slash upside. Hey, this is Sarah. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. And I just wanted to say I really appreciated the show where you talked about know your value at your company because I decided to weigh my value and what I was making and I actually approached my boss and they just approved a substantial raise. So score. I feel more worth and I'm feel more valued. So thank you so much. Love the show. Love the upside. Bye. Hey, this is Matt in Chattanooga. Uh, great job, uh, Kelly and Chrissy. Uh, you all make your own show together, uh, even slot once a week or something. So really enjoy it. Uh, have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. Hey, guys. It's your friendly neighborhood health department worker. Um, so questions about the packs machine. Yes, we have a packs machine, which it might be because it's a county health department, but it's also because email is so easily fraudulent. 
Um, anybody can go and create any kind of email and swear that it's them and get medical records if that was allowed. But faxes can actually be traced. The number has to be registered somewhere. So if I'm sending patient records from my place of business to a doctor's office, I can Google that doctor's office. I can make sure, verify that that is the number that I'm sending it to. Um, that machine is my friend. I use it multiple times every day. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Just want to say good luck on your surgery. Send in good, healthy vibes to you. And also, talking about your wisdom teeth and how proud you were. I'm proud. I actually don't have any. So now I'm questioning that. Like, I don't have any at all. I never did. Does that mean, like, I'm not wise or am I evolved I or I don't know. So now I'm, I was questioning that. I was really proud. And now I don't know. I don't know. All right. Good luck. Bye. Life is short. We spend so much time sweating the small stuff, worrying, wishing, wanting, waiting for something bigger instead of focusing on the simple blessings that surround us every day. Life is so fragile, and it takes a single moment to change everything you take for granted. Focus on what's important and be grateful.